This episode of the Disc Golf Podcast is brought to you by otbdiscs.com. At one point in time, if you listened to the show, you knew uh, about our little secret site to get awesome discs. Uh, it's not a secret anymore. It is a site where you can learn everything about the discs you're purchasing before you actually have them in your hands. Get disc weight, dominess, flatness, all kinds of ratings. Learn it before you get it in there and get your favorite disc at only the best discs. OTBDiscs.com. Use promo code DGPODCAST to get free shipping on your next order. What's up, Disc Golfers? Welcome to episode 210 of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin, and alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe. Hey, we're doing a podcast again. Life's good. It's been a little hiatus, but we are back with a vengeance with Ian Anderson of Central Coast Disc Golf. Say hello, Ian. What up, gang? That's me. I'm here. (laughs) I'm here to talk about disc golf, guys. Let's do it. (laughs) The most perfect intro from Ian. What up, gang? <laughs> what up, gang? That's all. That's all we ever expect. I guess I used to start all the old videos. Was it what up, gang? I think that's what. Oh, it was. we know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We were, we were there. Well, and of course, <laughs> uh, because of Ian, we had to get rid of our original catchphrase was "Let's talk about disc golf," and uh, or "Let's oh, talk about funny. some disc golf," and we just had to <laughs> abandon it because of Ian, because we were definitely around Infringing, before him. Yeah. <laughs> and, but no, it's it's okay. We're fine. I mean, we abandoned it pretty quick. Like no one would notice, so it's fine. Yeah, it was actually yeah. when someone uh, emailed us and was like, "Hey, have you watched Central Coast Disc Golf? They've been around for like <laughs> a long time, and you just you're on episode two, and it's probably not a good look." And <laughs> that happened. That's really funny. No, it's a wild line. No, we, we, no, we've been no. watching. I was like, "Damn!" We've been watching Central Coast before we even had an inkling to start a podcast. So. <laughs> You know, cool. you're 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 the old man on the block with the the media content. We did have awful. And that's transition not a music. negative. Enough. What? We did have awful transition music. Oh though, God, we did. It was we so did. Bad. Did you? Yeah, I, I did too. I did, I did too. Two back episodes in the day. were just so so bad. Yeah. So bad. And then I we was just, pulling music off of like the the free YouTube library. I don't know if you oh, guys yeah. ever sampled, sampled that baby. Yep. But yeah. Some hot tracks in there. We've been there. And and plus, then you you start looking at tracks and what they're actually you're actually legally allowed to use them for, and then oh, they yeah. change over time. You know, when you originally put it in on your episode, it was free use for everything, and all of a sudden you discover like six months later that nope, it's uh it's not for commercial <laughs> commercial or use podcasts. or not for oh, po- like they'll specifically mention podcasts. It's insane. Wow, man. I use uh, artlist.io for all our Central Coast Disc Golf music. Nice. They have like, a, they have like, they're like, you can buy it now. And even if you like drop your subscription, you can still keep it for the rest of, you know, forever. Uh, so, yeah. We should, talking, we should do I'm that. Because we've, the, the, like, we've changed our song like three times. And literally every time it's because the song that we picked had changed its licensing no way, agreement. Man. Yeah. That should not be allowed. That seems bunk, man. Yeah. Well, it, it, to my knowledge, and also, you know, we're, uh, you know, I mean, we're big time, but not yeah. exactly 
you know, registering. In the copyright business. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you there, man. I could, uh, I could give them the balance sheet and they'd probably drop the lawsuit. So yeah, uh, it's, it's yeah. A, I'm not worried about it, but if it got there, it could be a thing, but yeah, I, yeah. It, no, no one's coming after mm-hmm. a podcast uh, of our uh, ilk <laughs> about disc golf. Thank, thankfully. We're, yeah. We're, we're all right. Nice, nice. You know, until disc golf, you know, blows up and as big as, uh, you know, ball golf. And then at that point, we'll be dead. But still, it'll be great. So speaking of, of intro music, do you still get people messaging you as to why you got why you don't use the uh, the uh, oh, God, what's the rock and a Brock? Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Ian will tell you. Yeah. I will tell you. <laughs> yeah. All the time, man. Like I was just talking to somebody the other day, like in person too. <laughs> you know, it never ends, and they're probably all right, and I'm probably wrong for taking it away. So I, I can't, I can't fault anybody for giving me crap for it. <laughs> it's a great track, man. It jams, man. It does. It does. You know? It's just funny, and people going back in time, like, man, that's a great song. This is. Did yeah. you did you take it away for a reason, or you just wanted something new and fresh? <laughs> It was like it was like this battle between like me, Peter, and Corey like a couple years ago. It was like, do we want to be more professional? Like you know, like that type of thing. And it was you know, it's kind of like funky hippie. I, I don't know, man. It's not like the most professional sounding track, you know. But it's 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 catchy, right? But so I was like, fine, let's do it. And so this is where we are now. I actually I really like our intro right now. I think it's like really dramatic and I love the beat drop and the uh-huh. the chain hit. I dude, I th- I get chills every time now. I, I love oh, it. Oh, it's right great. Now. For sure. Yeah, it's it's funny Peter made it. Like he he picked the song. He actually cut two parts of the song together so that it sounds better and like and I love it. He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty good, you know. I might look for something new next year." I'm like <laughs> Oh, that's Peter's that's smart. a part that's that's any artist like uh, um, they are he is such an artist too, yeah. That's that's the world. Like I know like I've been in bands like i played music for a long long time um and that's always like we could we can like record it better or we can cut it better i mean shit we recorded our first episode of the podcast like four times before robin was like okay okay we can release really? this one. Oh yeah wow and it was still oh my shitty gosh. it was hey. ridiculous <laughs> joe how many times have i made our logo five <laughs> But that's a great thing too. Like that's a nice thing. Like when we drop discs, like there's a new aesthetic, and Robin has that eye, and I have the eye to like see it. He has the eye to build it and see it, which okay. makes it fantastic. So all of our like, all of our logos, all of our stamps have all been made uh, in house by Robin. We don't have to contract oh, cool. with anyone. So that's a, that's one very amazing thing that nice among others that Robin brings to the table. I and see your logo all the time when uh, Zach's throwing that. What's he got? An FD, FD? I want to say. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. Is yeah. FD. yeah. I so, miss yeah. Zach. I haven't talked to Zach in a while. I miss. I don't see Zach. That, he doesn't come out a ton anymore. That that might be an old, unapproved logo at this point too. Like I might oh. not be. I might not be oh, okay true. with that logo anymore. No, that one wasn't great. That that the first FD run was a logo that we like pushed out before we really understood what we could put on discs and like the whole like circle uh, okay, to fill yeah. up space. And it was like, yeah. Yeah. Disc logo designs. It's quite a thing. There's a lot of, a lot of it different is. facets, it, you know, you know what? There's also, I feel like, uh, like a, a, just a hierarchy in there. Like I'm not allowed to do the things that they let the other people do on the bigger <laughs> runs. 
Like I'm, <laughs> For sure. I'm, I'm convinced that, and, and I know it's probably likely true just because of, you know, economics and supply and demand, capitalism. Like, of course, if someone's going to buy a 1500 discs you'll spend more money on the die for the stamp and it will be capable of more detail and Mm -hmm. that my cheap magnesium die for 200 discs they're not gonna it's not gonna work but i just i see the stuff that they're telling me i can't do and i'm like sure i could see this i see it on this disc (laughs) you you stamp this disc i know you can do it <laughs> I, they I can. See they can. Yeah. They won't. Hundred <laughs> percent. Not for you. Yeah. Yeah. What you're saying? Because I'm not Nate Sexton. I can't have. <laughs> I can't have printing over the center of the disc. Come on. Yes. Yes. yes that's exactly yes, that's what, what we're they're saying. saying. That's exactly what we're saying. <laughs> Hashtag nailed it. Fine. <laughs> I mean, but CCDG has some beautiful quality print stuff too that I think we're not allowed to have either. So. Well, no. <laughs> see. I think there's a difference because Ian's logo nicely, since it's that California it does, shape, yeah. misses all the danger zone of the disc. Mm-hmm. So yep. uh, th- that's part of it is that I, you know, I keep going with the the traditional kind of working with the symmetrical circle of yeah. the disc. And uh, I've had I've done other ones because I've done people's tournament stamps and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and some of them turned out good. Some of them been like I I see where the failure happens, and they probably just like got tired of me, printed it anyway, and were like, "Look, I told you so." Uh, <laughs> and uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely it's they're capable of doing so much different stuff. And I think it just comes down to the quality of the actual dye. The dye meaning it's a piece of metal that uh-huh. they they heat up, and that's what actually presses the. I'm not saying for you. I'm sure you know Ian, being an industrial I, engineer, but the I, the the dye being a a cut out version of your artwork into metal that physically heats up and presses the foil into the plastic of the disc. I, so, I didn't know that, but that's cool, man. Yeah. So the depending on the quality of what that metal plate is, that uh-huh. metal etching essentially of your mm-hmm. design, you get better quality results. So that's ah. my that's my theory. Yeah, yeah. okay, it's a good theory. And I think I think low quality dyes that are not reused very often are magnesium, and I think that which is a softer metal, it's easier to cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. But it also won't have as sharp of lines. And I think high quality dyes that get reused more often or on more complex stamps are stainless steel. And that would be like what you see for sexy birds and um, sky gods and, and like that sort of thing where you see intricate detail on those things or what you, like you see on black ink discs when they were rolling hard and stuff like uh-huh. that. So. You guys ever had like Chris Shotwell on or something like that? No, like so, no. like he he like he's a pro. He's awesome, but he also works at the end of a factory. Like you you, you know, like you can I see could, what, it'd be fun to see what you get out of him. You know, like see what, yeah. what kind of cool. You know, that that would be good. I don't know. Yeah, and like I know that uh, you know, especially even then, like with MVP and stuff, where they're doing their three foil stamps and yeah, stuff man. like that, like the just the crazy crazy intricate detail that they get into on that stuff. But mm-hmm. you know, well, when and it that's comes, why they have such a high. Uh, base volume you can order like you can't do 200 discs like you have to get a crazy amount yeah of discs oh really from, from uh, yeah oh well i think that the i guess if thing, you're not ccdg I mean, <laughs> you're not ccdg you <laughs> thank you steve <laughs> Fuck. 
No, no. Well, it was mostly like the the well for us. You know, we're we're not selling two hundred discs a day like Ian Anderson. Uh, but uh, it, it was like the twenty five per mold type thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That that is is difficult. But well, we're also order- you know like Joe and I, we are not like we're we're just trying to like have a good time. So yeah, yeah. Just order a bunch of envies, man. Those things are I know. awesome. That's nobody, what we were nobody thinking. Nobody likes envies, Ian. Get out of here. <laughs> I threw a nice envy Annie for you this morning, Jeff. I, that's all you do at more like, and I, I, when I say that's all you do, let me step back and say you do it incredibly well. Like <laughs> the you. first time I played with you, which is like over two years now, which is insane. To I think know. About. Like the envy Annies and the weird fucking quick rollers you drop are two things that I'm like. What the? Who the fuck is this guy? Like, what is happening? What is happening? These are like two shots I haven't really built myself to throw, and obviously, like that's the way you score on this weird course. Yeah, but I swear, is. I played. I think I played three days straight with you. By the third day, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm figuring it out. Like, I get it, and then I left. Yeah, but Morley's rad. I'm in a weird place with my roller disc right now. I mean, I. I, lo- I left my roller disc in Pittsburgh when I went out there for the, the flying disc open. Thankfully, Sarah Holcomb found it, but nice. I haven't got it back. From, I haven't gotten it back from her yet. So yeah, wow. I need that, ha- what a jerk! God, that's Sarah I Holcomb. I need to get well, that gonna- back from her before USDGC. <laughs> so I'm gonna throw you. I'm gonna throw you a weird uh, out of left field brand and a disc to pick up for a roller disc. Okay. A mint freetail. What? Yeah, mint mint discs. The Freetail is my most understable disc. It's rad. Like it just turns over. Yeah, it's beautiful. Cool, man. I've, like I'm trying to make a Roadrunner work right now, but it's like it's brand new, so it's still like pretty stable. You can get a you know, brand like, new Freetail and it'll roll like yeah. a, a beat Roadrunner. Yeah. Maybe even maybe even faster. All right, I'll, I'll do Road, it. I'm, I'm desperate right now, man. Roadrunners and Sidewinders are like the like. Oh look, it's it's got this minus three number. It should be fine. You no. th- throw it, Brandon. No. You're like, oh, okay, fuck. No, I, I also have two other Sidewinders in my bag that are just meat hooks, man. <laughs> <laughs> they are just they barely turn when I just throw them flat and hard. It's like what you is this throw them thing? The trees. Yeah, I, I was thinking about just throwing like forehand rollers with it, you know, like all day with them until it, until they they get right, you know. Yeah. Well, but. like the solution to every disc golf throw, just Anheuser it harder. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's, so. Huh? It's really <laughs> yeah. uh, another real money out of the box. Uh, and and uh, listen, I love Dismania, but I never know what they have in stock or don't. But a okay. D line, a D line FD is also like oh, a yeah. roller, a roller out of the box. I've seen and Eagle do some crazy oh, things. Oh yeah! With that. Oh yeah. my god! Insane yeah. things. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool, man. Yeah, I'll, they're, ch- I'll they're check that beautiful out. Disc. So you um, you um, mentioned wanting to get your favorite roller disc back before USDGC. I oh, yeah. also heard that you have some semi uh, relevant news regarding USDGC. Would you like to tell everyone what yeah. uh, what you'll be doing? I think it's like the first official time this has been announced publicly. But so we're f- going to be at USDGC, man. We'll be, we'll be doing so rad. working with with Fulcrum Media, uh, who'll be doing the live broadcast. Um, so. Philo and I will be doing the live commentary, which I can't wait for. It should be super exciting. And then Such Ghost Disc Golf will be doing MPO1 and FPO1. And we'll be using the, the live camera footage to kind of like, you know, synergize the whole thing, have less camera op- operators in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, 
super stoked, man. It should, should be cool. <laughs> I can't wait. That should I, be awesome. Yeah. I love this like world that you and Philo have built together. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's, it's 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 like the odd couple, not in a bad way, but it's like it's <laughs> it's, it's honestly a partnership that I didn't think would happen. And I'll just leave I think it there. either of us, man. And I, y'all are yeah. and y'all are so good together. So <laughs> no. good together. It's so it's money. Funny. My favorite thing is like Philo is, but he needs someone to bring it out of him because I've I've heard yeah. commentary with him before. And it's been mm-hmm. so just like kind of cut and dry. And I, I really do enjoy Philo, but it's been, yeah, like kind of just eh, this or that. And with you yeah. two together, you b- bring it out of him. But like the more you talk, the more willing he is to just be like, hey, this is the real deal. Like, let me just tell uh, you all yeah. what, what it is, which is amazing. Like, that's I, why we listen to commentary, especially from pros to be like, oh, I shit the bed. Like, this is yeah. awful. This is what I wanted to do, or this is what you want to do. I can't do it all the time. Like he's been so real. I really enjoy his commentary. Yeah, we've had like some really good discussions and like you know we disagree about things here and there, which doesn't seem to have happened with other guys so much. So it's like a nice dynamic. I really like it a lot. And yeah, you know, and I I think also most of what the disc golfers are looking for when they're watching the coverage it's one thing to know the course and know what shot is going to work and and know that okay i've watched this course you know over the last decade and i've seen what's successful and i can tell you what that is and that's a good shot but then Mm -hmm. you get philo coming in which is i'm what you're doing you're saying okay this is the shot this is the what most yeah, people yeah. do. And then Philo comes in and he's working on the angle of the mentality of the pro and why they made the decision like that or why that shot might have reacted the way it did based on what a pro uh, is thinking in that situation and does a pretty tactful job of it. It, it just overall without sounding condescending, uh, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's also seemingly pretty humble about his own game and it, it when he's commentating on himself or even on what someone else is doing and what he would be doing in that situation so it's uh it's a great combination of knowledge of the sport and your leadership of the broadcast and then his addition of the back end knowledge of the game that comes together and i think it's been fantastic i didn't expect it at all but it no i didn't i didn't been, i didn't it's been awesome <laughs> i swear the first yeah, time i saw it i like messaged you Ian. i was like "Ooh, so you're doing the uh, commentary <laughs> with, with philo eh? yeah he's so quiet on the course man or like usually i mean he's usually not stoked being honest it's yeah, philo yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he has high yeah. expectations you know he's usually just to himself real quiet man. you get him in the booth man he's just dropping awesome stories and knowledge he's being real you know yeah it's all it, it is one of the most surprising usually i like i i hang out with the dude long enough i'm like oh this dude's gonna be great or this dude's gonna suck but we're gonna have to do it anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> but i was like <laughs> it's the most surprising one for sure and you're like we're far. at goat hill like i philo like i guess it makes sense join in and then it was just yeah like, boom let's get it well you can tell yeah. like if you follow him on any social media like beyond playing tournaments he's a disc golf educator like that's what he does oh yeah man yeah, and yeah. it comes across and you wouldn't think it and realize it if you didn't know him outside of the course, but that's yeah. legit what he's like built his life to be. And it comes across so well 
and and he like is so candid which is like my favorite thing he just like especially when he's playing on the card that's my favorite of him being yeah you like, like that like when he's like right now i'm telling myself like you screwed up you suck like <laughs> why would you do that don't do that again like how yeah. real he is is so great but yeah. he does not only does he know like the line that pros take but because he's this predominant backhand guy and he's been around forever yeah he knows every different line and just like ron was saying he can speak to what everyone's thinking when they're throwing lines when it's off the regular he can be like oh yeah like i know why he's doing this because his you know he's been grip locking or whatever or this is the line that works best for his shot because he has this type of backhand or forehand it's 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 such like insider knowledge that comes just with time yeah yeah he drops at least one nugget around i'm like oh huh that, yeah. that's a good one man you know like totally changes the way i think about something you know at least once around it's, it's really I just cool learned something i honestly you were talking about social media i i always looked at philo's social media and i just like the way it came through and what i saw on video i just assumed that someone else managed his social media you're not it wrong just, it okay oh it's team philo of course it yeah. is. 100%. yeah okay that's yeah. what i thought yeah because it yeah, was just so much so much different than what i you know oh I, yeah, yeah yeah i'm just saying it yeah. still shows him at schools and doing lots of education <laughs> stuff mm-hmm. yeah J- judy runs his uh, social media okay really nice lady yeah. yeah no i mean they're doing a great she's doing a great job but mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah definitely. I, I was like huh okay all right and yeah. i'm not sure well, they even a, i'm not sure they even like, try to hide that but no not at all no, it's team i don't Bilo. think so it's no. not it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's not Philo, Brathra, it's Team Philo. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It might even say in the in the bio, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's okay. Whatever. Yeah. It was the the funny thing about this whole thing is like Philo isn't going to play now, right? USCGC. Yeah. So yeah. Th- that was like, that's, he he ruminated on that one for a while. You know. Are like, you sure he's not like relieved deep inside that he's not you playing know, that? You know, I bet he. I think he's. He, he was definitely conflicted for sure. Yeah. I, I don't think he's. Yeah, but maybe okay. I, I could see a little relief not having to stress for a weekend. You know, yeah, getting yeah. like top top five money for a weekend. You know, like <laughs> you know, it just it's a good brand builder for him too. I think I think he, he definitely made the right the right decision. But I'm, I know it wasn't an easy one for him. You know, so well, yeah. there's a few. I mean, I think like Sexton has led the way with that. Like Sexton has mm-hmm. done commentary at things he isn't playing. Like. That I feel like that is a great step for pros. If you can get on yeah, the mic and, and speak and be, um, you know, an, an entity rather than just like a disc golfer, you can do a lot more. I mean, shit, like German and, and Sexton have built tons of money off that ability to just like get on mic and talk. Yeah. And, and there's no reason that Philo can't step into that world because he's, mm-hmm. he's like. <laughs> Very much to my surprise, uh, not huge surprise. Like I, I really like the guy, but he's so good on mic. He he gets it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's been fun. He's been staying with us, like you know, these last two trips I've done, and it's kind of fun. He's like in the house. He's just so quiet, dude. He'll just walk around, making his food, you know, hanging out, go chill in his van for a little while, and then come in and just <laughs> just drop some knowledge, man. It's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> So oh, can great. you, uh, so it, of our live coverage so far for disc golf, we've seen a ton of Jamie Thomas and Nate Doss. We've yeah, yeah. seen, we've seen Ken Climo. We've seen, we've seen Hannah Macbeth. We've seen Val and 
so far that's been the majority of our of our live coverage. Don't get Terry Bear and don't yeah, get Terry Bear. We get we get Terry and then we've had uh, uh, what was it Christine uh, that did some sideline uh, last year at some oh, yeah. point. Oh, last year, yeah, yeah. Christine Jennings. I think she'll right? actually be be doing that at USDGC. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. And so, can you speak to how this came about for you guys over the established? kind of uh group at this point being yeah. dos val and jamie thomas uh and then over last year which was uh jamie thomas ken climo and han Macbeth, right mm-hmm. that was the yeah yeah the grouping yeah so y- just give us some insight on on how that uh negotiation if it was negotiation came through uh-huh. and i got, i got contacted all like a while ago by do you guys have you heard of dj heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. he's, he's, he's he's bright. He lives, lives in South Carolina. He's kind of like I think he's kind of friends with all the Innova East guys, and so they, they kind of run USDGC. And I guess they they've been big fans of Central Coast for a long time. And I also think they kind of wanted to like differentiate the event from the Disc Golf Pro Tour, which mm-hmm. is and like Jamie doesn't do a bad job at all. You know, um, no. I think it was just trying to do that, like make it stand out from the Pro Tour. And they came up with the idea of you know they've been liking Philo a, a lot this year, um, so. And they just kind of reached out to me, and we, we've been talking and talking a while. And I, I knew I was going to do commentary, the live commentary, for a while. I had I had that idea for a while, but then I didn't know we were going to do the post-produced. And then when Jomas passed, I was like, "Well, yeah, <laughs> of course <laughs> I'll do that." <laughs> like, why wouldn't I do that? So, how it's going to look though? It's going to look like it's going to be a subscription, like a like a pay-per-view event. So you're going to get mm-hmm. the live broadcast during the day for all four rounds, USDGC and the Women's National. Um, event as well so you get it's gonna be disc golf all day long and then you'll also get all the post-produced videos in that and then a couple weeks later they will come out on like on central coast disc golf on, nice. on the youtube channel for people who nice. don't want to want to pay for it but if you if you want to watch it'll be there but it'll be, it'll be tons of awesome con- content and fulcrum does an amazing job they're the same guys that do all like the ultimate live um really great dudes it was really nice really professional awesome. it's, it's really, really cool to work with them um, oh, the reason I mentioned the the roller discs is though. So on the women's side, it's going to be Han Macbeth and Juliana Corver doing the commentary, which I'm really oh, excited for. Oh, Han, 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 yeah. Jk, Jk of Jk. Yeah, man. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So Hannah does a great job. She's you know she's amazing. Hannah's great. And, I, I can, oh, yeah. and Juliana is just like a super super nice lady. I've, I've talked to her a couple times. Just she's awesome. So that'll be great. So the Sunday before they're going to like film us playing around and. I need my roller disc. I'm gonna try to beat Hannah Macbeth, dude. Like I can't, I can't lose to Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never live it down. I'm pretty sure. Well, it, if you still have room to brighten your contract, just bring Rob and I out. We can do whatever you need. <laughs> uh, if that means bring you, I, we've got a nice roadrunner in here. We can bring you. Nice, uh, nice. <laughs> if that's all that's needed, you know, we'll come and play too. Whatever you need. But nice, but, but Ian, if you do win, are you gonna flex on her like Elaine King? No, uh, that's I'm like it's a zero win per situation, dude. Like if yeah, I win, yeah, no, I'm expected to win. If I lose, I'm a total loser, dude. Like you know, like not, I mean, Hannah's good, so I shouldn't say I'm a total loser. Yeah, right yeah, that's yeah. a little, Whoa, it's a little extreme, but like Bro, it's dude. like. I'm gonna get some crap. I'm gonna get some crap. Put it that way, right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, from Paul, probably specifically. Probably Paul and um, yeah. And H- Hannah will probably just be like, "Oh, you you tried really hard." <laughs> she'll she'll la- laugh at me and tweet about you know beating me. I imagine. T- Hannah will tweet out, "Ian had a great round today." <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it'll be. You should watch the video later. His, yeah, you know? his effort was top notch. <laughs> He tried so Hannah, hard. Hannah's, Hannah's pretty free. She's low-key witty, man. She's funny, man. 
Well, you so. can you can always just uh, reply tweet with so did Jerry Falwell uh, Jr. So. Oh, oh wow. you were right into that. Wow. Wow. I thought we Ruthless. just got off <laughs> sorry. We just got off like dude. the hate uh, from her. You're back Twitter. you're back on and the now list. We're right back. We're right back in. Right back in. Uh, wow. Hey, listen, it worked out great the last time. I mean, listen. That's lots of publicity. Nope, there's no He's not. Anyways, I, 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 yeah. See, I'm diving in. I'm not going to do that. No, we're not diving in there. We're not going there. Um, <laughs> I would just like to say you guys are disgusting. <laughs> right, we're the ones. We're the ones yes, who did bad things, yes, Robin. I'm, sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Ian, when are you going to come back up our way to play disc golf with us? Where the world stops burning, man. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Hey, yeah. we had great air quality today. Was, yeah, air, did air you? Was great here. Yeah. You getting that that west to east wind? Clearing something, things out. Something I don't like even that. know what we're getting. It's just I could breathe today and go outside, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. nice man. I saw. Did you guys? See, I saw. I saw a little TikTok and some dude in New York. All the all the the smoke is over in New York now from the yeah, West it's Coast. Everywhere. Great. It's wild, man. Is Great. CCDG on TikTok? Dude, I have an account, but I'm like really bad at posting. Basically, I stay, I'm like, yeah, I'm afraid of TikTok. I could say that about all of my accounts. As a matter of yeah. Me. Yeah, but I do go on TikTok and peruse it because it's it's I don't know amazing. Like, yeah, it is. It's pretty awesome, honestly. Like when I used to like scroll Facebook, I will scroll TikTok instead now because like Facebook, I'm just scrolling through my friends list and they're not as talented as all the people on TikTok killing it, you know. So it's just way more entertaining, you know. I don't know. So you want me to do cooler things on Facebook? All right, <laughs> message you can tr- message you can tr- received. <laughs> You can try. I don't know if you can get TikTok levels of cool though. Joe, no, I have I have a job that I can't do things like that. Joe yeah, only know, uses his TikTok to drive people to his OnlyFans. So it's a, <laughs> it's not. that that is half of TikTok. I <laughs> oh, that's like seventy percent of TikTok. Dude, right. I have like I've cultivated no, right. my it's, feed. It's, my, it's half. Yeah, you cultivate. The other half are like. 14 years old and, and younger. So you're, yeah. you're right. My, my, my TikToks are just like cooking videos and like finance videos, like on the stock market and the occasional sports video. Or like, I've like, yeah. I've, I've trained it enough, you know? I, yeah. It doesn't show me too many thoughts. <laughs> All right. So, on that sense, wait, 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 oh, no, rolling that, on that, who are your like, your top in, in that league that we're not in anymore? Who are mm-hmm. your like top three players in fantasy? Oh, I got, I got Josh Jacobs, pretty Beast. sure. Beast. Yeah, that was my first pick. I got Chubb, who did pretty good tonight. Yeah, Evans. I got a pretty decent team, man. Yeah, I can pull it up. I mean, you won yeah. last year, so you know what you're doing. I, yeah, that was a good, dude. I won three. We I won three of my six leagues last year. It was amazing. That's awesome. You played six yep. leagues. That's in. That's insane. That that's like toning it down, man. As much as I'd Damn. love to just uh, do a parade of your fantasy championships, I would like to steer us back to fantasy or live disc golf. D- disc oh, golf, sorry. okay, that's 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 fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, which is now that you're about to dip your toe into the the live game in terms <laughs> of coverage, um, there are a lot of people asking us. I have my own opinions on it, but mm-hmm. in terms of what the balance of live versus post produced and and Obviously, the live has continued to rise in popularity and gotten mm-hmm. gotten more successful, especially with the subscription based DGN and then now the uh, subscription based 
uh, or pay per view for DGC that'll yeah, yeah. that'll come out. Um, you know, getting money directly to the content creator. But how do you see that playing out going forward in terms of the current structure, which is that we have the live entities and then we have the post-produced entities and they kind of work together here and there. But what do, what do you think about the current structure and where do you see that balance going in the next like three to five years in mm-hmm. terms of the growth of live? Yeah, I don't see why they can't combine. Like, we're gonna try it at USDGC. I mean, we're, we're gonna do it at USDGC. We're not gonna try it. It'll it'll get done. So, I I think it's like a nice model, man. You save you save bodies, you save you know cameras, all that stuff by combining the efforts. I, th- I think it's a great model. So, uh, I'm excited to you know get it going and and hopefully there's some contraction for it. As for like the pay per view, th- I think the pay per view is always gonna be there for live because live just doesn't make enough money like through ad revenue because there's just not enough eyes on it. So, there's you know the pay-per-view model makes a ton of sense there and the post-produce i think will always be there too just p- people just don't have enough time to s- watch all weekend like i tried like i've been trying to watch these like li- all these live tournaments i got i made time for some of them but you know like i got three kids and a job and stuff i can't like i can't watch the whole thing but i really want to watch the whole thing you know yeah so what we told me honest like uh rob and i watched a good chunk of mvp open but yeah me too sun sunday was like first day of football like i oh yeah i i I couldn't not watch red zone and football all day and kids i I had both on i don't know if you saw my facebook post i did i did i was very jealous it was awesome i i could put up a second tv in here and we we could we could rock both it's just it's difficult plus the kids running around on sundays with me like they'll they'll watch too and it's just it's hot it it's hard to process all of it. And so the post-produce comes in and you're like, okay, I missed this round or I missed this part. But it's still, you can't replace the the extra Liveness. context. Yeah, the extra context of the live broadcast of, yeah. of what actually happened and what led to it. Or even just like you watch Jomez, you don't see the argument between Paul Macbeth and Steve Dodge about the oh, rules yeah. on hole yeah, that, eight that was, that was and Maple Hill. But, but <laughs> yeah. you watch the live and you're watching this and, and Paul McBeth is chirping at Steve Dodge the whole time in a very yep. respectful manner, I should add. But yeah. And he ended up being right. But it's it still, you like you don't catch that. You'll just see like, oh, well, this happened mm. and, and uh, ended up being this and he won his appeal and this was what it was. But you didn't see like the 20-minute course of that hole where he was called back to throw a provisional that he threw you know ob long and then had to go over and argue with steve dodge again after that and it just you know that's that's super interesting content for the avid disc golf fan so there's that's the kind of stuff just we don't see and that has been kind of limited to insiders on disc golf so i i think that part of it is can't be replaced and that people will pay money yeah. for it. But at the same time, I am a busy person and yeah. I need to understand what went down in certain rounds without watching a four hour broadcast. So mm-hmm. I think there's definitely room for both, you know, I need as, it. As, as, as a show. And yeah. And the nice thing about doing live commentary though, is I don't have to fake it, you know, <laughs> like, 
I want to take all these sh- shots. Whoa. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe they weren't in. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> like, know that was going to happen, even though I edited this video. And shot and this saw, video. And shot it and know exactly what happened. I know, I can think of like, I can't think of specifics, but I, I can totally remember times with your commentary that someone has buried the lead. <laughs> And you'd be like, yeah. oh, no, we don't know that yet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. see. And I'm like, yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. I'm about to get excited on this. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was that one year where Corey was on the road, whereas I actually got to do like a light of, you know, live post-produced commentary. Like, I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen during the round. So it was kind of exciting that way. But I'll get to do it for, for real for the whole time This for, for USDGC. Is, is Corey, like, fully back in with you all right now? Not yeah, kind of, like, man. Throw him under the bus. I know. I hey. know he's not on the road. Uh, no, he's he's, he's back to a, a similar life to what it was in the past. Yeah, yeah. He's he's about to move in with with his girl here in a little bit. I think. Oh. Yeah, he's 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 getting domestic San Francisco on us. So I, I, I drag him out on the road with me when I when I when I get to go. So that, that we I've taken kind of like two app you know. Post COVID, I've taken two 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 week trips. So like, I went to DD. We flew to DD Open, then drove to the preserve, and then <laughs> we uh, and I came back. And obviously, and then we, a month later, we flew to Ledgestone, and then drove to Pittsburgh. And it's kind of like these, you know, week and a half, two week trips. And it's super fun, man. We get to play so much disc golf because I don't. I'm working from home, so like, I don't have to be at work until noon if I'm on the East Coast. So every day in Pittsburgh, we went and played some awesome course in the morning. It was, it was oh, super fun. Oh, that's awesome. I'm very yeah. jealous about that. Yeah. There's some so, amazing courses out there. Rob and I, we're going to play a, a, a monthly round in uh, a Bay Area course in San Leandro on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Corey will come. I know like the Sh- Sean, Jack, Sean, Mercy come out and play. There's a lot of uh, the SF crew that rolls out. Uh-huh. I wonder oh, if cool. uh, I wonder if Corey's around. Yeah. He's a I mean, baller, dude. I did not beat him once the entire time in Pitts like <laughs> Ledgestone to Pittsburgh, man. He whooped me all over the place. He's okay. dude's a beast. He's he's got he's got a lot of clean so I am lucky enough that I've played with both of you in separate yeah. places. Um Yeah, y'all both have like different things that you're Really yeah, good. he's he's got all that forehand flex shit down. Yeah, he, he throws rips big forehands. ass crushes forehand, which can open up a lot of doors. Um, yeah, but you both, from playing with you both, like when your putts are on, they're they're fucking on. Yeah, yeah, his his putting has gotten real good. I am lucky that I have seen both of you uh, play disc golf on various videos. Um, <laughs> Champs jumps, and uh, it looks like you guys are having a great time. So. We do, man. We have we always have a great time. <laughs> so it was, it was the three amigos on the last trip: me, Corey, and Peter, driving around, having <laughs> playing disc golf, having a good time. I feel like the dad. They're like my two sons, and they they bicker. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it! It's it's so fun. Well, someday uh, when you make it back up our way, we'll totally join Champs vs. Chumps. Nice, I'd love it. Robin, Robin's got know. Robin's got a kin. He's acting like he doesn't. Robin crushes. Yeah, he pretends he doesn't. I definitely don't. Cool. He definitely uh, he's don't. always <laughs> like he's always like oh like I guess I just have my arm today. <laughs> it's not that's not how it goes. It's like uh. it's like I I I throw like three hundred and sixty feet pretty accurately, and I can pump out to like three ninety or four hundred inaccurately. And that, oh. that I just, I just, 
we're not that's not a world anymore it's we don't consider that that's not that's just you're too modest my friend that's just <laughs> we're getting old man I was. I know. I, was I, I played around this. I played around this morning. I, I came up thirty feet short on this hole. I always parked. I turned to our buddy Kyle. I go. I think I just got old. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It has happened, man. It's, and then Kyle I, was like, "I'm five years older than you because I'm like yes, the oldest yeah, you out here." Yeah, and he's Kyle and was like, farther, I farther aced than this me. last week. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, fine. he did. I think uh, we told you this earlier, but Kyle would like you to call him back. Um, he's very upset. <laughs> literally saw this morning (laughs) i played um i played huntington uh with kyle a good handful of times when i go down yeah Uh uh-huh that's i will say the last time i played huntington with kyle we Mm -hmm. uh tied for first just throwing that out there Ooh, nice i think i got him once this week and he got me once this week I shot, I shot an eight down today at Morley. It was, it was a de- decent day. Of course you, of course you did. Ah. <laughs> I, I, I haven't had that good of a day in a while, man. Uh. The rollers were just dropping right. They were. Actually, they actually just, oh, man. It, it wasn't even the rollers. It was the anti-flex with the, like, it, it was. the super-duper crazy beat Envy that <laughs> no one else owns an Envy that can do what your Envy does. <laughs> just hold that, hold that Annie, man. Oh, yeah. So pretty. So a couple, uh, couple of questions from our listeners that I, I put out the message just being like, what do you guys want to hear from Ian? And I, I, they're curious of the metrics that have been continually added to the disc golf videos, like um, the flight trackers, the, uh, the shot trackers, like where each one of them land on certain videos. The, oh, yeah, yeah. The radar gun readings. Do you guys have or do you have any metrics or any feedback from your viewers as to what people love the most and what, what people has any of that really stood out more than Mm -hmm. any of the others? And is there anything you think that might help us understand the disc golf throw a little bit better that could be added since it just seems like basically the basis was, all these things, this information keeps getting added to our broadcast. Uh-huh. And what of it do people actually care about? And what of it do you think is important? Yeah. Oh, I'm obviously like incredibly biased. So I can't have a, a, a fair answer here. But I think the stuff that we do is like, I think it's the coolest because it adds information that you don't otherwise have. Like the flight tracker is cool. It looks awesome. But like, I just saw that disc fly that path. Like, okay. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm underselling it. People freaking love that thing. I think it's, they do. I think it's cool. I they think do. it's cool, but like, it doesn't tell me anything new. Like, but when I'm like, I see how fast it do through how fast he was throwing or like how far that drive was, that's cool. New information I didn't have before, you know? Yeah. So I, I like that stuff. And the, the par save thing is, you know, it's the dots on the map is, yeah, it's cool in theory, but like, it's not on there very long. And I feel like I can't like look at it long enough. And also so, I just watched that. I just, I was there. It's a very small know. thing. I think the yeah. the the of the flight tracker, like the follow flight, the flight trackers, whatever they are in the in mm-hmm. the various brands, um, the ones that are most interesting to me is when they layer the shots. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that I find interesting. Or when they layer the shots, like they just did at MVP, uh, they layered the shots over the course of a couple of rounds. So they showed oh, one cool. player on the same hole throwing the same shot you know, and showing how different or how close it was. And I think that information is important. And that was kind of what I was getting at. Like 
how yeah. can we're we're recording this information, but we're we're not using it necessarily to teach our audience anything. So when they use a flight tracker and show how four different players threw a different shot and how it reacted, what of the other data can we use to to show and teach our our viewers about disc golf in terms of like the the differences in the shots and the speeds i it just i feel like there's opportunities there when i see layered shots is there anything you think that that we could add to our broadcast to teach new players about about disc golf i mean like teach them about discs is a big thing so probably like expanding on what i do already do like you know naming out discs if we could have you know like little graphics that pop up you know like two five negative three one or whatever you know showing their their flight path or mm-hmm. mid mid-range driver putter stuff like that would be kind of cool i've I, yeah i've I thought about adding discs to the broadcast it's just like one more thing to do to make peter stay up even later yeah you know as the last guy you know, last we, guy standing we have someone we might be able to hook you up with and i'm not going to throw names out or anything yet but we can do it after this who has like built an app that has like animated flight paths for discs huh with their speeds and whatnot, doing something really cool that we'll probably talk about in a future episode um, might be a neat little add-in. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool, right? Like the dude, like, oh, looks like it'd, it'd be really good with live because you have like a little more time, right? You know, like I, I could see what he's grabbing, call it out, and they could poof, throw the intended flight path on the screen for a second. Yeah, dude, I like that one, Joe. Yeah, that's cool. And that's then, cool, like in baseball, you'll see like spin rate on a ball. Like yeah, obviously, yeah. we're we're uh, we're a little bit away from from seeing that but i think that's something yeah. that that would be super interesting on so especially some of these players are like how did they throw that far at that w- when they're getting sneaky distance out of a yeah speed? like like at, brad williams man are, you yeah. guys remember like beaver state yeah. fling a couple years ago dude was throwing like 10 15 miles an hour slower than everybody else it was only like 20 feet shorter exactly like that. Like, and that has like, to what? be a, a spin rate thing right i think so right i don't know man like, i i think it seems voodoo. so hard to it's, measure it's voodoo magic but it, it could also be voodoo magic because that was the one thing I was thinking about was like it was measuring spin rate. Now it's a hell of a lot harder with the disc. Like on a baseball, a baseball has the, the seams. Stripes, yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. It, right. They can record the seams and mm-hmm. they can see them rotating and the ball is yep. rotating in one particular fashion. So it's like, are we going to make people put little Sharpie marks every uh, every two inches on the side of their disc? And, and I, like, w- <laughs> like, I wish we, we need to outlaw some colors first, man. If we're going to do stuff to their disc, that's, that's my that's my number one jam right there. <laughs> that or that or maybe it's just going to be little RFID chips and discs that uh, yeah. that y- you it gets to the end of the flight and uh, you get your phone close to it and it tells you it's max spin rate and yeah. uh, and there you go. But I'll probably uh, have it at some point. But I was, I was just thinking about like, when you see all this other data that they throw up and whether it's actually mm-hmm. useful for the viewer or not. Um, but you see everyone talk and grow the sport and uh, that that CBS Sports coverage of the DDO and and every mm-hmm. and all the there's tons of new players coming in the game all the time. So yeah, man. And and they're used to seeing that sort of stuff on other broadcasts. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to bring as much as I can, you know, whatever. I swear, whatever if you just possible. Said every, every new player go play morally with you. Mm-hmm. Like they would just, they would just see that it's like there's so many different shot types. Oh it's, yeah, <laughs> it's not an insane course. Like there's no huge no. bombs. 
there's nothing wild. It's just like you got to be able to throw tons of different shots. Yeah. Uh, cleanly. All the shapes, man. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And hit putts. Like that's that's morally to a T. And it sounds like the dude who like keeps the course. I know when I was walking with you, he was like, hey, don't. If, if he sees you throwing this line enough, he's going to put something Oh, in the oh snapper. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you can't throw that line anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which is which is great, but it's it's totally like that was my experience with Morley. It was like I didn't walk away going like this is a brutal course. I walked away being like I need more more shots in my bag. Like yeah. I just need to be able to throw a handful more throws that I could destroy this course. Yeah, which it's is a perfect home like, course, man. And like that's like that's the thing with disc golf. Like when you bring someone out new, and we've talked about this a ton of times. You just have to have like one really good throw on a course to in your mind say, I want to go back because I bet I can do that more than once. Oh, yeah. Right. And then you keep yeah. going and you're like, I got a birdie or I got a par. Like, I bet I could par more holes. I just need to throw better. And then you get that birdie. And you're like, I could probably birdie more holes. Or you have that drive that's <laughs> like, it went 300 feet. Granted, it was way in the opposite direction that i wanted and it made the hole so much worse but i know i can throw that far so now i need to figure out how to throw it at the actual direction i want like it's all those it's disc golf it's like, like, it's like rpg love. man yeah it's based on little wins it's based on yeah. tiny little wins that you can get over time and it's like i can do it more i can do it more i can do it more like that's like my three rounds at morley were like Okay, now I got this one. Now this one. <laughs> there you go. And then I had yeah, to yeah. leave, and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> I was figuring it out. You would have got me that next round, Joe. No, dude, no. <laughs> but we would have had fun. We would have had fun. That's all Abs- that matters. Absolutely. <laughs> so it, it, you mentioned earlier that you were kind of surprised by. Uh, how good of a commentator Philo was. Is there anyone else in the disc golf world that you see or that you think might have potential as a commentator that, that we just have no idea about? Gosh, man. I know it's a There's tough probably, question because you, yeah. didn't think, you didn't think of Philo until you tried it. But long, yeah. yeah, I know, right? Who's, who's like going to be... I wonder, if, I wonder if Calvin could be like be like that. You know? be like like, just, he's crazy smart. But he's yeah. really quiet. But maybe, maybe I could get him talking. You know, like yeah, probably. I think that's yeah. a great answer. I want to see that now. I bet it'd be so <laughs> technical. I think I would love it. But it would be like so much like I put uh, twelve degrees on this yeah. because I knew the wind was. I don't know. He's a goof. You could tell he's a goof. He is. He's low-key really funny, man. Like, yeah. he makes me laugh, like, at least three or four times around. Just, like... And those like, skin oh, you're, 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 He's yeah. hilarious in, like, the GK skin shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm, pr- I'm, prou- I'm proud of that answer now. No, <laughs> totally. Good, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> rad. It's so funny. That was a hard question. <laughs> you got to do it now. He was, yeah. he was I do. I do. That's the hard part, is that I you know. now you have to do a round. <laughs> yep. I'll make it Calvin happen for sure. was legit the guy for, like... Four years, people are like, he's this new guy you've never heard of. And I'm like, he can't be a new guy you've never heard of for four years. Like, <laughs> come on. Oh, man. I had a, we had him in a video a little bit ago. I kept calling, I call him Vinny because, dude, literally everybody on tour calls, calls him Vinny. That's just like his name. And people yes. are like, who's Vinny? 
I, was I like, love it. I love I was it. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I didn't realize that was like so controversial. I was like, I can stop if you want. Like, I don't know. That's just, that's just no, what I call it, it man. Like, keep it up. Yeah. Make it the new norm. That's how it yeah. works. When you're in the media, you yeah. make the name. Like, oh, dude, I, 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 one of my, my proudest moments is is I gave Emerson Keith his nickname, man. I love, I love that, dude. <laughs> Ever Daddy, dude, I came up with that. Oh, dude, I hate that name so much. That's it's so well, good, dude. It's so it good. Is, you you hate her. I'm out of here. No, no, no. Love, it's good. Everyone used it, but it's just like, oh. Joe's it's just so upset. it's so it's it's a very dad joke, like Nick yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like but it's I, good. I, but it makes me like a little bit, but it's good. Yeah. And because I have a visceral reaction, like you nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going away. I'm never going to forget that name. Like that's for <laughs> right? sure. Like it's like his Instagram handle. It's like all it's all his Nick. It's all oh, his, it's it. all his socials, like dude. It. I love it. I I still remember like it was like he threw this ridiculous shot at Idlewild, and I had no idea who he was before we started watching the round. I was like, dude, he's he's Ember Daddy after that throw, and there it was, man. Boom. <laughs> All right, so we've agreed that you're going to uh, record a post-produced round with Calvin Heimberg in commentary with you. Accurate. And you're going to get him to do like a Napoleon Dynamite style like dance (laughs) intro with his his favorite glasses. I'm I'm sure he would nail it. I I just think (laughs) you could mix it up nicely and and just like, I I think it'd be a hit. You're not wrong at all, man. I just, in fact, like, Stop wasting your time with us. Just <laughs> get it done. In, let's Go end the podcast right now. Just here. get on the line. It'll be okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think you've got a week, a weekly show now. Just like calls with Calvin. Just <laughs> calls, calls with Calvin. Colin Calvin. Just put a no. uh, camera on him and let him take like calls, like Smashbox does or whatever. Just let him just like. He could just come in and like explain to you his favorite hard boiled egg recipe. Like, yeah. it, could, it it would probably work. I feel like he, he could give you that Philo realness, though. You know, I don't. I don't think. I don't think oh, yeah. would sh- sugarcoat it. You know, he's he's gonna call it like it is, man. Well, it's that, he's that same thing where he like guarantee he is very calculated in everything he does. Oh my like, gosh, yeah, man. He's an engineer, you know. He's, he's you know he's thinking. Oh yeah. yeah, you can look at his face. He's thinking like he knows. Yeah. Yep. He's very clear. Like this is what I'm doing, and this is why the wind mm-hmm. is this way, and I'm doing this. Like. He might break it down too much. Like he might get like lawnmower man, like just just <laughs> too much technical. But I think he would be great. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna leave you with one last question. Hit me. Another disc golf philosophical question. Uh, um, which is that we know that our courses have to get harder because our pros are throwing farther and farther and farther, and they're they're outgrowing a lot of our wooded courses that uh, frankly some of the pros have cheat codes for especially a lot of the ones we play in california but how do we maintain the wooded kind of core philosophy of the disc golf course the natural disc golf course with the need to challenge the pros that can throw 600 feet and using ball golf courses to do that do you think that that there are enough people out there in disc golf that have property that love it enough to build challenging courses in natural areas or do you think that we're just eventually going to uh 
uh, pick up the 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 slack the golf leftovers the golf leftovers where they're having yeah. declining membership and they're looking for somebody to come use their land and it's there and it's ready for us to take it but yeah it's kind of boring to watch but it is it's yeah. there and it's 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 it they'll it's they'll easy. take they'll take our money and it'll be okay I know, man yeah so what we- i i don't need you to predict the future but what do you think that we're just going to end up with a bunch of ball golf courses because Dude, guys are going to be throwing 680 Ugh. feet on heiser in, if they do that years? i'm going to i'm going to start a woods tour and just <laughs> film woods courses <laughs> god man <laughs> Just put uh, a bunch of telephone poles randomly yeah, in the, right? in, in the exactly. ball golf field. <laughs> just come up I mean, to I, Humboldt County, and we'll just do only Redwoods disc golf. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I experienced this like when I was up in Pittsburgh playing all these awesome woods courses. Dude, Pittsburgh is the, is the future of disc golf, man. Like, you just amazing woods courses that are like gold level, you know, par 70, 75, like – par fours par fives in the woods like i want more of that man it was so fun yeah elevation it like Mm -hmm. it seriously had all that man it had some open holes mixed in there too like not not a lot but like you know one or two open shots and god i I want more of that disc it was so fun to watch and play it's just so exciting man there's so many more points of excitement in a woods course than there is on a golf course because you're missing like five trees. You're like, oh, it's going to hit that tree. Oh, 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 it just missed it. And then it, and it almost misses the next tree and, and then it hits it and kicks somewhere crazy. Oh, you know, it's like all these crazy cool moments. But you just, you get this one moment when the disc lands and does it skip OB or not? That's all you're, that you're just waiting for that, you know, mm-hmm. when you're watching a ball golf course. Most of the time, like, there's some, we're getting some better designers. They're having, they're getting some more practice. So those are, they're getting better too, you know, but like, a lot of them are not awesome, man. So what yeah. y'all are saying is you don't ever want me to have like a decent day on a disc golf course again. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. want to keep you in the woods, man. Cool. Yeah. I, cool. I would I, love. I lo- would love to keep Joe in the woods. Every anytime yeah. I can keep Joe in the woods, it's a good day for me. <laughs> and they beat me up too, man. But it's just more fun, man. I don't know. It's just it's cooler. A good mix of both. I I, I yeah. like the I like tight lines. Yeah, but I, I feel like I mean, there's some good ball golf courses out there. Like the Preserve was pretty good. I thought Kale did a great job out there. Yeah, um, Leonard oh, yeah. Muse does does a great job in NorCal with all his courses. And Monarch, uh, that's where. So we're playing Saturday with Faze and Jerry Showman. Oh, cool! Yeah, that'll be on, super fun. On man. the cool little Monarch course, and Robin hasn't played yet, but that's exactly what it is. It's there's some big open shit, but they have a lot of like along the edges of the golf course, super uh-huh. wooded. Cool yeah, yeah. little lines for and sure. The, it's, a letter, it's a letter muse course. Yeah, and the SF Open did a pretty good job on on that Glen Eagles course of yeah, of man, yeah, yeah, mixing in. Uh, you know, they have the benefit of a huge amount of elevation on that course. To and play it's with. beautiful, dude. Yeah, beautiful yeah, piece of property. My God, those trees are gorgeous, dude. And like, then one unless of unless you one go of, over the fence. And anyways, yeah, one of our favorite <laughs> yeah, I just don't do of, that. <laughs> Yeah. And then another one of our favorite courses in NorCal is Brook Trails, which is on a ball golf course. Oh, yeah. In a Redwood Forest. Yeah. Which is a ton of fun. Not a particularly well designed course, I would say, but uh, it's super fun, though. Yeah, down here, Alan Risley's put in a couple. Or Risley's put in a couple of courses. Um, he put in the, the Goat Hill course, which, dude, for being honest, I'm not a big fan because I I can't throw far enough to have fun out it's, there, it's, dude. Like it's too bomber I, for sure, dude. Like I I leave that course, man. I'm like, oh cool, I got two birdies today. 
yay like yeah. i just can't throw far enough man yeah. but well, on the other end of that he also designed a course at reedy creek which is another golf course and that course is so fun man he made it he made it to be really fun he made go hill to be a challenge for the pros and he made reedy creek for the community to have an awesome time at a, at a golf course man mm-hmm. and that disc golf actually saved that course man like it was it was dying without disc golf money and nice have so, you ever played so. there's a uh an emac designed course in riverside have you ever checked that out no, I don't think I have. Oh, no. I haven't been up there for that one. It's like Ch- River something. I don't know. I got to check it out. I got a ton of family there. Sorry. Random digression. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. I really want to play it. I'm a big Emac fan, so I'll check it out sometime. Yeah. But, I mean, there's also the thought that, you know, with it, with some of these golf courses not doing well financially, perhaps they uh, they end up putting some resources into naturalizing some of their space a little bit more. Yeah. And... And making it work, so I I think it could go both ways. I just I I well I would love to see the pro distance potential, and I'm certain it will continue to grow. How could it not? Um, it'll it'll go, it. but there's a limit to like tendons and stuff, man. You know? I know, like, but well, nobody sort of baseball's faster anymore. You know what about like what about yeah? But we don't have the humans that are throwing the baseballs the fastest playing disc golf throwing disc golf. well i mean ryan sheldon bro <laughs> Do you see that's, that guy? that's that's true that's true but like <laughs> think about that at a you know that's true yeah throwing a backhand uh you know fully utilizing that frame you know he's doing yeah. that just on that sidearm angle i mean yes yeah. he he's got a decent backhand too but the the yeah. the forehand is really the the monster shot uh-huh so it's so funny. We, we dro- I drove up to sorry, random digression. I dr- we drove up to the preserve for the Minnesota, and, and we were watching some par save randomly. And, and then Ryan Sheldon popped on the par save. I was like, "Who is this dude? He was just ripping <laughs> foreheads." I was like, "God, I hope we film this week. I want to get the radar gun on him, you know." <laughs> and then second day, boom, there he is. I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> and then ripping five hundred foot foreheads, dude, is just there, eighty-two there, miles an hour. That ha- there has to be nothing more fun for you than than seeing something new like that like for yeah. us like watching it too like oh my god like not only is this player new but they're doing something i have legit never seen yeah before. man like, i thought eagle was the peak dude i thought that was it man yeah and then, yeah and then boom. you see it happen or you know kind of like kind of like when you see like a like the, a few years back when we had some of those like that bloom footage i believe it was with like uh-huh. rover and kester and oh yeah and, and and just those overhands where you're like how is i don't i can't even understand from the footage because the disc just went up and it disappeared and it comes back yeah. down <laughs> and it's like yeah. 470 feet down the fairway and like yeah. what is happening <laughs> just, there's another baseball pitcher for you and yeah. jc kester jc kester exactly yeah oh, dude, so but, that's that's he's, true. He is he is awesome, man. I'm such yeah. a big JC fan. He, he's a, he listens to the show too. Like yeah. he's a, oh cool. Oh yeah, man, he's he, yeah. He's in our Slack on, group. He's he's, he's right. uh, uh, aptly named Thumbfar. In, oh yeah, in yeah our he group. does that. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> but I need to get back to the Colorado. We didn't get to the Colorado this year, man. Bum, yeah. dude. Like we've been filming some awesome mountain tournaments well, out if there. You so. Find something. Let us know. We'll <laughs> maybe come try and join you. Let's all go, man. I'm down. Although it's probably s- snowing over there now already. Uh, they had they had like right apocalyptic fire, uh, like orange skies, and then two days later it snowed, and it was just like I remember seeing pictures of people that, from Colorado where it was like a split screen, like two day one day it was like red, like you know, into the world sky, and then two days later it's clear and s- like two inches of snow. Like oh, okay. 
This is uh this is normal. Global warming, man. It's pretty <laughs> wild, dude. I was like people say it's like, oh, it's just warming. It's like, no, it's just more energy. So just more crazy stuff happens, you know? Like it's hot yeah. and wild. And yeah. we're getting it. We are we are for sure getting it. Yeah, man. Ugh. Man. All right, Ian, anything else you wanna you wanna hit before we uh close out this episode? No, just check out USDGC. I hope you guys like it. You know, come in force so they, they, they recognize them. I bring a little following too, it'd be nice, you know? <laughs> so oh, yeah. yeah. Go check that out. Um We're hope to catch for all it. the Central Coast fans, all the disc call podcast folks over there watching. Uh it should be a really good show, man. I'm I'm really stoked. We'll have tons of cameras, like two maybe even like at least two cars, maybe three sometimes getting filmed. So awesome. all, you know, popping in and out alive, and then yeah, the women's should be great as well. So check That's that right. out. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. It's always fun hanging out. We'll, oh, yeah. we'll do it against the time for sure, dude. Cool. S- seriously appreciate it every time, Ian. It's it's fantastic to get your perspective on the sport, and uh, we'll we we'll be sure to catch in uh, after USDGC. And, cool, man. Uh, and I'm I know everyone listening here will be watching the broadcast for sure. I know we will. Huh. But Love it, guys. Uh, that's all we got for this episode of the Disc Golf Podcast. We are brought to you by otbdisc.com. Be sure and use promo code DGPODCAST to get free shipping on your next order. They have an expanded warehouse, tons of discs. They are incredible. Use promo code DGPODCAST to get free shipping on your next order at uh, otbdisc.com. So, Those guys are awesome, by the way. They're great, man. Yeah, Danny's oh, yeah. the best. Yeah, Danny, they're just Danny great Danny is like just an incredible human. I just don't understand how he's managing to put himself everywhere in disc golf simultaneously. Yeah. And killing it. Like, I, I, he just... And we had him up here. He was amazing. He was on the show and cool. stayed with he us. He played disc golf with us, kicked our ass. He's super good. He's got like a four... <laughs> he's got like a 425-foot easy hyzer flip. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Must be nice. Yeah, must be nice. Right. I, I don't know what that world is. Yeah. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. Carry yeah. on. Carry on. <laughs> it was uh it's it's just it's just super clean and then like he he plays it down too. He's like, ah, you know, I don't I you know, I maybe get there. I'm like, dude, I just I just saw that. So like <laughs> I watched I watched it happen. It's like one of those like wide rail hyzer flips and it just like goes up, stays Boom. flat forever and doesn't fade that much. Like all right but he's been playing disc golf forever so that that's that so kids or uh adults play disc golf with your kids yeah please do it yep do it do it all right uh lastly check out our slack group uh throw stuff at stuff.com there's a join slack link great disc golf community uh ian shows up when you tag him so i do yeah you can you can ask him questions and mm-hmm. uh, there's a join Slack link. You hit it, join Slack. Awesome disc golf community. Uh, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash the disc golf podcast. We do a pre-show recording before every single episode. And if you like the show, you will love the pre-show and uh, fully worth the dollar for that extra content. So check it out, patreon.com slash the disc golf podcast. In the meantime, get out there this weekend and throw stuff at stuff. This is a song. But those with aces, listen closely You don't always have to huck it hard In fact, sometimes that's not right to do Sometimes you got to lay it up And 
Fucking outrun an ace or two Sometimes you got to ease If you wanna put the D's and the B's Sometimes you got to say Hey, I'm gonna throw it softly I'm gonna hug it gently I'm gonna flick it smoothly I'm gonna toss it so sweetly And then you say, hey, I hit some metal And then you say, wait a minute, Robin I think I'm starting to get it now Could you fill my throat for me? That's fucking teamwork What's your favorite disc? That's cool with me It's not a trespass But I guess it works for you What's your favorite beer? The only answer is an IPA So let's go to the bar And then I'm gonna flick it so sweetly And then I'll fucking hook it softly And then I'll fucking throw it perfectly But then I'm gonna hug it